Welcome to Is This Love podcast brought to you by your relationship specialist and neuropsychotherapist, Joe Wilson of the Confidant Counseling. Great relationships make us healthier, happier, and can even extend your life. Enjoy my strategies to navigating love along with other experts in my field on this podcast. You can find all my weekly newspaper column articles at theconfidantcounseling.com. As promised, my next installment on the wonderful world of relationships, happiness, and the brain. This podcast is called Love and Light Up Your Brain. So you've got to love the fabulous findings about the brain that explains joy and fulfillment. Recent social neuroscience research reveals a specific pattern of brain activity occurs when you perform kind acts for others. When your folks ask you to play kindly when you are little, they were setting your brain up for success. So if you were to hand over $100 to someone in need without expecting anything in return, the limbic region of your brain would go bing. Okay, so it won't actually make that sound, but it'll reflect activity. You've been compassionate. Furthermore, your medial prefrontal cortex and your temporoparietal junction would also likely want to say something like, nice one, if it could. Okay, so there's so much to be explored in this field, but you can't ignore these findings about the warm fuzzies your brain and body experience when you're benevolent. There was also this really cool study published in Science, conducted through the University of Oregon about neuroarchitecture and altruism. They proved when their research subjects donated money voluntary or involuntary, their part of the brain associated with the processing of unexpected rewards became active. The neurons there secrete dopamine and a neurotransmitter that plays a key role in reward-motivated behaviour. You'll also get this with a hit of likes on your Instagram post. The team found higher amounts of dopamine for each subject when voluntary choosing to donate as opposed to when they're forced to. So as it turns out, whether we expect a reward or not, the midbrain will become active regardless of whether we're sad or happy with our reason for doing it. It's so interesting that whether you feel good about it is irrelevant to this hardwired reward activity in your brain. So now that we know that the brain changes according to experience, activities like focusing and contemplating giving can cause it to grow and change. This is consistent with evidence of how your genes can be affected by your own environment. It makes absolute sense. You can practice and train yourself or your children to be gracious and helpful for health reasons. The downstream effects of healthy brains to our body is an exciting current field of exploration. So the bottom line, find health and happiness by actively seeking opportunities to give and support others in your daily life. If you've got children, create rituals in your family that inspires regular contributing so it's just a natural, enjoyable part of their culture from a young age. Examine yourself for those unhealthy ways you may become addicted to lighting up your brain, such as social media. We can also get tunnel vision with our robotic and urgent to-dos, stuck in the latest reality TV series or so distracted by our own problems. We lose sight of this grand, beautiful picture. A world where we stay true to our inherent design, relying on and supporting dynamic relationships and well-being for all. So with much thanks to Mapping Altruistic Behaviour of the Brain, which I sourced from National Library of Medicine, and my own thoughts about this, but you've got to love 
the benefits of loving others and lighting up your brain. Thanks for listening.